Hey, uh, thanks for listening to the Nick and Big J podcast. We appreciate it. And you know what? It's brought to you by The Advocates. If you've been in an accident, well, call The Advocates. 208-471-4444. Decided to sleep in? Missed your favorite morning show? Yeah, don't worry. It's the Morning After Podcast with Nick and Big J. Presented by Treasure Valley Subaru, Idaho Center's premier pre-owned superstore. With their pre-owned personal shopper, your requests will be personally handled by their team of salespeople, sales managers, and vehicle buyers, meaning you got someone looking out for you the whole way. And with easy-peasy loan approval, they've got you taken care of in a way that doesn't require a social security number or trigger a credit inquiry. So go check them out, Treasure Valley Subaru at the Idaho Center. Now, for Nick and Big J. Take it away, boys. Oh! Ain't that the truth? It is the morning after with Nick and Big J. Welcome to Tuesday, the 6th day of December, 2022. My name is Nick. There's Big J right over there. Yeah. And we are here on a Tuesday morning. Hopefully you are excited to help us out a little bit. We need some streaming dumbass assistance today. That is going to be required from you in about 45 minutes or so. So continue to listen and get ready to text in so that we can figure out what movie Big J has to watch today. We want to get some people qualified several times over. Qualified for the Axes of Xmas, another grand prize winner going to be given away on Friday. The Papa Roach guitar is gone. But six guitars still remain, and you get to pick your prize if you're the grand prize winner on Fridays. We also have a chance to get you qualified for that UTV that we're giving away in less than a week now. And so we're going to play a little game we call UTV coming up here in about 7.30 or so. Somebody could get qualified for that trip to Metallica today as well. we got a code word a little after 9 o'clock that you need to text in to be involved in today's drawing. It's a brand new drawing from scratch every single day. And, of course, the more Metallica code words you text in, the more likelihood that your name gets picked for those Five Finger Death Punch tickets guaranteed, which is coming up, Big J, very soon. The 15th is going to hit here before you know it. Yeah. And, of course, we also have a chance for that person to get qualified for that flyaway to Seattle, which is happening in 2024, which is much further down the road. Yeah, that was an arch choosing, but oh well. Yeah. Listen, uh, when you so when somebody says we'll give you a trip to go see Metallica, you say yes. That's the way that works, and that's exactly what we're doing. Yep. So uh, we want to make sure that you are ready for all of that. On top of that, today we're gonna go to hell. We got some important stuff that we're gonna hit you between the eyes with, all sorts of cool things. But uh, I uh, I have uh, I have to redo all the work that I did this weekend. Not all of it, but. It was one of those deals where, you know, I, I put up the Christmas tree this weekend. Yeah, good for you. Yeah, it was, uh, my, the house looks as Christmassy as it's going to look. And you know how you, I don't know how you, well, I guess you probably don't trim the tree at all, do you? Well, yeah, we have to. But I, I mean, mean you like, don't. Uh, do you? Oh, yeah, no, I didn't. Right. Uh, do you, is there a way that the family goes about trimming it? Like, is it ornaments first and then lights and then uh, whatever else? Or what's the Well, currently we're ornamentless because of cats. the cats and the dogs. Yes. I Which agree. sucks, but I mean, it's just, it's a way to, and we were like, we had a pretty good ornament game going. Yeah. Um, so that's a bummer, but uh, no, we, no, really, it's just really to trim for room to gotcha. fit into that because we need a 60 foot tree. Yeah, it's a huge tree. Uh, I, I saw Big Jay and his wife argue about it at the podcast recording. It was fun. But also, uh, for me, I do lights first, then I do like garland, and then I do like ornaments. And I put it all together, and then, like, the bottom string of lights completely went out. So oh, now, yeah, like, only sucks. half my tree is lit. So oh, now no, man. I have to, well, I'm not going to leave it that way. I have to fix it, but that means I have to take everything off 
and then do it all over again, basically. Yeah. So I, I have to. Uh, I went to go get lights, and that's that's my day and night tonight. Is I'm going to redo all the stuff that I did this weekend because uh, when something goes out in the bottom of the tree, you have to take everything down. It sucks. But I, I don't know. I guess that's what I get for buying cheap lights, right? That's what it boils down to. Well, if I were you, I would be going with a fake tree with lights on it already. Uh, I do have a fake tree, uh, but I did not buy a, a tree with lights on it already. And eventually, and I, by the way, I, that my last tree did have that, and those also went out. And no. that's really more of a pain in the ass. Then you have to buy I a new guess, tree, yeah, which right. is what I you're had right. to do. Morning after with Nick and Big J. Look at this. We're going to start with some Smashing Pumpkins. It's zero here on the morning after on the X. After with Nick and Big J. We did it, Big J. We did it. The average price of gas around the Treasure Valley is under $4 for the first time in a very long time. Average price in the state of Idaho is $3.94. That's the first time in almost two years it's been under $4. This is according to you, Gas Buddy. Hey, Gas Buddy. They did their survey of gas stations in the Treasure Valley. Shows an average price about $3.92 here in the Treasure Valley. That is $0.20 lower than last week's average. So they have dropped significantly. Ever since July, we've gone down uh, every single week here in the Treasure Valley. Although, a uh, reminder that the national average is about $3.40. So we're still about $0.50 cents higher than that. But again, things take longer for us. It took us longer to get expensive gas. It will take us longer to get the cheaper gas. It's just the way that it goes. We had, tend to be a little bit later on the curve than uh, states that have, I don't know, direct pipelines and that kind of stuff. So something to keep in mind, but you are paying less for gas than you have at least for a very long time. So hopefully that is something that you're okay with. AAA still keeping track of things, by the way. Uh, if you're looking for the cheapest gas in the state, where do you think that might be, Big J? The entire state of Idaho. Uh, Post Falls. Uh, you're close, Big J. You're close. Kunai County is the uh, number one cheapest place in the state. So there's that. But uh, we don't live there, and so uh, I don't know if anybody's going to go traveling that far to save that yourself would, that eight cents a gallon. Sense. That no. would not make any sense. But if you happen to be around that area, that's where the the cheapest gas is going to be. Tom Brady engineered a late comeback. They were down 16-3, to three, three minutes left in the game. The Buccaneers couldn't do anything all game. In fact, it was a really difficult game to watch, if we're being perfectly honest. And then the last three minutes, the Buccaneers, well, first of all, let's be honest, the the New Orleans Saints did some very stupid things strategically that allowed the Tampa Bay Buccaneers to come back, like, I don't know, running out of bounds uh, half a yard short of the first down by Mr. Ingram. That did not help things. But also, he was banged up, so putting him in the game knowing he was injured was not a very smart move either by Dennis Allen. But nonetheless, that led Tom Brady to be able to engineer two touchdown drives in less than three minutes. Tampa Bay wins 17 to 16 on Monday night football. It's free agency time in the Major League Baseball side of things, which means money is being thrown around like crazy. Again, I remind you, there's a lot of sports in the United States of America to play. Teach your child how to hit a ball with a bat if you want them to be ridiculously rich. Because it doesn't matter that it's now like the fourth most watched sport in the United States of America. You're still grabbing long-term $300 million contracts yeah. uh, for people. And they'll be set for the rest of their lives just because they can hit a baseball. Uh, Trey Turner is the latest to cash in. And he's not even going to be the guy who gets paid the most this offseason. That's going to be Aaron Judge. But he signed an 11-year, 11-year $300 million contract uh, for the Philadelphia Phillies yesterday. That's going to set him up for a pretty long time. 
and adds to the Phillies' already potent lineup, of course, which got them to the World Series this year. But if they can't hit the ball, that's okay. Teach them to throw the ball, because not only are we paying pitchers a ridiculous amount of money, we'll pitch, we'll pay them well into their 40s, like Justin Verlander, Big J, who will turn 40 this February and just signed a two-year, that old? Yeah, two-year, wow. $86 million deal with the New York Mets yesterday. Two years. And that deal comes with a third-year option for $35 million. So it could be a three-year, $110 million deal for a 40-year-old guy. By the way, a very good 40-year-old guy. He right. did just win the Cy Young last year. So he's nobody to sneeze at. He's definitely good at what he does. But there is money in baseball. I don't care how much those teams tell you they're losing money every time they turn around. It's just not true. Well, we've been talking about it for a while, that merger between HBO Max and Discovery Plus, uh, and uh, now those things are going to come together, I think we told you, as they're going to combine services. So if you, I don't know how this works. If you have Discovery Plus, will you also get an HBO Max? If you have both, will they take off one payment? It's a great question. I have deep concerns, though, because Discovery Plus's, um, you know, UI, the, just the, the interface, uh -huh. is terrible. Do you like HBO Max's interface? I mean, it's better. I think it's, HBO Max is going to win. HBO Max has far more subscribers than Discovery Plus. So I would say that it's going to probably integrate itself into that platform via the, than instead of the other. I hope so, because I hate the Discovery Plus one. I use it all the time, and it's just a mess. Well, uh, they have decided on a name, possibly. That's, that's the only, uh, I guess, route they're taking right now. And it sounds that Max is going to top the list. Uh, lawyers are vetting it as an option, making sure nobody else has control of it and that it's legally viable for them to do that. But, of course, they have HBO Max and Discovery Plus. But now, when they merge together, it'll just be called Max, Big J. Which is interesting because they called it HBO Max because it was a merger of... Not really a merger because it was the same company all the time. But they put the streaming together of HBO and Cinemax, mm -hmm. which is why it was called HBO Max. And now, it's weird of all those brands of HBO, Cinemax, and Discovery, both... You know, all three of them pretty identifiable brands that Cinemax technically is going to win out of all those things. You'd think you just call it HBO. That would, to me, or Discovery, or Discover HBO, I don't know. But to give up those other two brands seems interesting in a move to me. But then again, Big J, we are talking about Warner Brothers here, which uh, worries me outside of everything, uh, really. They, 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 they seem to... Well, to... they're not in charge anymore. Well, no, Warner Brothers Discovery is, in fact, the people that are in charge of it. Warner Brothers owns well, all this stuff. Discovery now owns Warner Brothers. I suppose that's true. But uh, either way, this, uh, this is an interesting move for all of them. Again, it's just a name. It really doesn't matter that much to me. But we're not done talking about Warner Brothers on this show either. I promise you that. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your first round of important stuff. That is the latest from Metallica. It is called Lux Eternal here on the Morning After with Nick and Big J. And, of course, we have an opportunity to get people qualified for the Axes of Xmas. But, of course, in order to do that, you need to play a little game with us. And that game happens to be called Christmas Movie Catastrophe. Let's get into it right about now, please. Let's play the Christmas Movie Catastrophe to qualify for the Axes of Xmas on 100.3. The X rocks. 208-287-1003 is our phone number. We need Caller X right now to play a little game with us. Big J is going to read you the title and description of a possible Christmas movie. It could be a real one that is out there for people to stream right now on a streaming network of their choice or... 
It could be just a complete movie that we have made up from scratch. All you have to do is get it right. It's essentially a detailed game of true and false. If you can pull it off correctly, you are qualified for the 12 for the Axis of Xmas, which of course is going to happen on Friday, the grand prize, with more actual guitars to be given away all month long. Hello, the X. Hey, what's going on, guys? We're good, man. What's your name? Kurt. All right, Kurt, you are officially Caller X. You're playing the Christmas movie Catastrophe with us. Big J's got some details. you got to let us know if it's real or fake, okay? Sounds good. All right. All right, here's the title. No chimney, no Christmas. A child has never known what Christmas is like in his small town because his house doesn't have a chimney. The town comes together to build him one so Santa can drop off gifts. Is No Chimney, No Christmas a real Christmas movie or is it a fake one? Let's go with the real one. Is it real, Big J? No, it's no, fake. No, it is a fake ah, Christmas boy. movie that we completely made up. So I am sorry, but that is not the actual <laughs> tr- thing. Sorry, Kurt. We love you anyway. You can keep listening yeah. for your opportunity to actually get in on this action again. There'll be more chances to do it. Sometimes, like we were just talking about, Big J, they are too good. It, well, here's the thing. It's so hard not to read that and not laugh the entire time. <laughs> Right, but you can like, say that about real Christmas movies that are made. Yeah, that's some the of them that are real, absolutely sure. Yeah. And so uh, that's what makes this game a little bit harder than it seems from the outside looking in. But don't worry, more chances to get in and qualify for yourself happening at, of course, uh, 12.30 and 5.30 today uh, with uh, Adam and with Jason Drew. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your Christmas movie catastrophe. We need your help with more Christmas movies with Streaming Dumbass. That's happening next on the X-Rocks. It's Streaming Dumbass on the Morning After with Nick and Big J. We need your help. Big J wants to watch a Christmas movie, but he is not allowed to pick which movie he wants to watch. That is up to you. It's called Streaming Dumbass, the Holiday Edition. Going to read you three descriptions of real Christmas movies that are available to stream right now. You have to decide which one of those movies you want Big J to watch by texting in movie number one, movie number two, or movie number three. To 208-287-1003. The more people text, the less likely there's a tie. That's always good news because we'd like a winner in the clubhouse, if you don't mind. So listen closely and decide which one of these movies you want Big J to watch. Are you ready, Big J? Yes. Movie number one. It's time to learn another lesson this holiday season as a man who's despised the holiday as long as he remembers learns from others that maybe Christmas isn't as bad as he thought. Hmm. Movie number two. When a spiteful co-worker sabotages a work courier, a helpful customer must race to return Christmas presents to their intended recipients. Movie number three. A man catches his partner cheating right before Christmas, then meets a lively young woman who poses as his new girlfriend so he can save face at Christmas with his traditional family. Ah. So those are the three Christmas movies you need to choose from. Movie number one, sounds familiar. Movie number two, what can Brown do for you? Or movie number three, drama for Christmas. These are the three choices. Not the actual titles, of course. That's just simply my two or three word recap for each one of the descriptions. Text in movie number one, movie number two, or movie number three to 208-287-1003. And the movie that gets the most votes, that's the one Big J will watch. We will tell you what the vote results were as well as the actual titles for all the movies and the winners coming up here in just a few minutes so get texting 
So morning after with Nick and Big J. I'm guessing the votes have been tabulated, Big J, for streaming dumbass. Indeed they have. Do we have a winner? Yes. Movie that came in third place, please. Movie number two. Uh, that is called Delivery by Christmas. It stars Monica Frachek and Thomas Sherholtz. You will not be watching that, but it is available for you to watch on Netflix if you're so inclined. What movie came in second? Movie number three. That's called Christmas Full of Grace. That stars somebody named GK and Vera Fisher. That's also available on Netflix. You will not be watching that. Sounds to me like you'll be watching movie number one. Yeah, it was overwhelming. Uh, That is an animated musical, Big J, for Christmas called Scrooge, A Christmas Carol. That's why it sounds familiar. It's all about another telling of A Christmas Carol. But it's got some star power, Big J. Luke Evans, who I think you're a fan of, if I remember correctly, from the Fast and Furious movies, as well as Beauty and the Beast, the live-action version. And Olivia Coleman, who is an Oscar winner, is in it, and it's got songs and all sorts of fun. So, Big J will be watching Scrooge, A Christmas Carol. It is a brand new animated movie on Netflix. If you'd like to watch it, you can watch it alongside Big J. I believe you're hosting a viewing party. No, is that no, correct? No, no, no. At your home? Uh, if not, you can also watch it on your own couch and compare and contrast your review with Big J's, which will happen right around this time tomorrow. So, enjoy Scrooge, A Christmas Carol. It's this holiday version of Streaming Dumbass here on The Morning After. The Morning After with Nick and Big J. Let me say something, Big J. I'm not a real big fan of it, despite as much as I tend to do it. I'm talking about procrastination. Because usually it doesn't work out for you, you know? Right, like, yeah. I mean, it's it's just it's not a smart thing to last minute something and put something off. It's just rarely does that work out. But when it does, oh, it's so sweet. And procrastination worked out for me yesterday, Big J. Oh? Because every time I have gone on an airplane, every time I've thought about this, I knew it was something that I had to do, and I just kept putting it off and off and off and off. I'm talking about getting a real ID. They had been warning us for years that uh, beginning at the end of, well, first it was supposed to be pre-pandemic, and then it went all to hell, where they would no longer accept your driver's license if you were to fly on an airplane. You right. had to get what's called a real ID, which means you had to go through extra steps at the DMV or some other way in order to get an identification to prove that it's actually you. Uh, I don't know how this differs from just driver's license or what kind of racket they're running, but it is something that is required of all of us. And then it got pushed until the end of this year, beginning of next because of all the pandemic stuff. Well, guess what? Yesterday, they decided to push it back yet again. And so uh, Real ID is still going to be needed at some point if you want to fly domestically in the U.S., but the due date has once again been extended by two additional years. Now they're not going to worry about it until May of 2025. The Department of Homeland Security announced that yesterday, according to Yahoo News. Of course, this was originally supposed to take effect back in 2018, but again, had to be delayed several times. They say it's because of COVID-19. I believe, from the bottom of my heart, is because they have realized that there are so many people like me that still haven't done it, that there was no way that this transition was going to be good without causing a complete shutdown in people flying and people flipping the hell out. And that's why they postponed it. I'm not buying the COVID. I I appreciate it. I know that COVID's easy to blame on everything, but I just think people weren't ready to do it yet. And they realized that they hadn't gotten the word out enough or that the date was way too soon or whatever the case may be. But you're going to need either a passport because that will actually work in place of a real ID or a real ID if you want to fly now beginning in 2025, May to be specific. 
Do you have one of these yet? Yeah, of course. Okay. I knew you'd be ahead of the curve. When did you get yours? Oh, I don't even remember. It was so long ago. Probably about the same time I got my passport uh, fixed up. And because, you know, you see, you need all the same kind of, you know, uh, documentation. Two birds, one and stone. And the kind TSA of thing. and global entry, all of that stuff. Just kind of all one one rock. That was I mean? probably around the time that it was originally supposed to launch back in 2018 yeah. or so, right? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, you were ahead of the curve. Is Does it does it look any different than your driver's license? Does it say real it's, ID on it somewhere? Yeah, I think it's got uh, like a star or something on it. Oh, man. Nice. Very nice. Are you going to look right now? Yeah, I'm going to look right <laughs> now. Right. Let's see. Uh, and uh, you can tell us the actual difference between a real ID and a driver's. But it also serves as your driver's license. If yeah, I'm not it's incorrect, got this right? holographic thing. Oh, very nice. They can probably put a fancy little laser filter See, there's a star up here in the corner. Oh, yeah. Now, do you want me to read your address? No. Oh. I mean, you know my Philadelphia Phillies uh, reached a huge agreement with shortstop Trey Turner yesterday. An 11 year, $300 million contract. That doesn't suck. He'll be with the Phillies through 2033, which is pretty impressive. Baker Mayfield is officially a free agent. He was waived by the Carolina Panthers. Apparently, uh, he asked to be let go, and the Panthers, uh, I guess, uh, granted his request. Of course, that means now that they are owing the uh, Browns a fifth-round pick as opposed to a fourth-round pick for Mayfield. Uh, he did not have a good year. He bet on himself, and it did not work out. Uh, and uh, I don't know where he's going to go. There's talk of maybe the 49ers, maybe the Rams. Both teams, of course, need a, a quarterback and or a backup quarterback. But uh, I think the Rams at this point are playing for, for draft picks, so I don't expect them to make a move that they could benefit them. Uh, no, that's what I'm saying. Like I, they, I think they need the highest ones they can get, and they realize this this season's a wash, and so they're not going to do anything with the pecs that, with, with, to try to make their team any better. The 49ers, I don't know. The question becomes, do you think Baker Mayfield is better than Brock Purdy? Uh, no. And I don't know the answer to that question. I don't. I mean, we've only seen Brock Purdy play for two quarters, so I don't know what's going on there. But I also know that Purdy has been in the system for a full season and probably understands Kyle Shanahan stuff a little bit better than Baker Mayfield. Now, that's not to – I don't think Baker Mayfield is – Listen, I think Baker Mayfield is still better than some of the car starting quarterbacks in the league. He hasn't played like it, but I think the talent's there. I don't know what's going on, but I don't know if it's worth it. He may just end up sitting this thing out. Or this hell, this could be the end for Baker Mayfield, the number one pick just a couple years ago, dude. It's crazy. The Buccaneers beat the Saints 17-16 thanks to two late-minute, late three-minute touchdowns by Tom Brady to give them the victory and improve to six and six. Big J? Rest in peace to Kirstie Allen. Yeah, I saw that yesterday. Found out late last night by a release from her family that she had passed away at the age of 71 after a brief battle with cancer. Of course, she had not gone public with her diagnosis, and she was battling it privately with her family. And her uh, daughter and son released a statement last night saying that the two-time Emmy Award winner had passed away after a brief battle uh, with cancer. Of course, probably most famous for Cheers. And then maybe you pivot into Look Who's Talking. The, uh, the movie franchise with John Travolta, who said some very nice things about her. Uh, poor John Travolta's had some uh, tragedy this last couple of years. I mean, yeah. uh, a lot of his co-stars, his wife, unfortunately, passing away. It's been a rough couple of uh, runs for Mr. Travolta. But, of course, uh, you know, uh, she was very talented, probably most famous in the 80s. Uh, what was the name? Veronica's Closet? Was that what it was called? The, uh, Boy, I mean, I've heard second... of that. I don't remember her being a part of that. But Oh, yeah, no, she started it. Uh, am I am, am I getting that right, or am I confusing that with the Brooke Shields show? I think that's Brooke Shields. And then uh, Summer School. Oh, God, I barely remembered Summer School. That's right. You have a Mark Harmon crush, so that makes sense. You remember that. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your important stuff. 
Coming up in a few short minutes, we got ourselves a little bit of chance to qualify for a UTV. We're calling it UTV, and it's on the way here on the X-Rocks. <laughs> That's the White Stripes 7 Nation Army here on the morning after with Nick and Big J. We are giving away a brand new CF Moto side-by-side UTV. Thank you to Birds of Prey Motorsports as well as Volkswagen of Boise for putting this all together for us. We are doing so on Monday of next week, but if you would like to be in the drawing for this thing, well, guess what? You're going to need to qualify. And we're going to give you a chance to do that right now. A little game we're calling UTV. If you would like to be Caller X, now would be a good time to call 208-287-1003. And we are going to point you in the direction of a vocabulary test, essentially. Lots of words in the English language, fewer still that contain the words, or let's begin with the words, U letters, U, T, or V. And we have come up with some words that do exactly that. If you can figure out what word we're thinking of, boom, you are officially qualified for this UTV that we're giving away on Monday. And hopefully that makes your day at least a little bit better. Let's see if we can make this happen. Hello, the X. Hi. Good morning. What's your name, please? It's Arlo. All right, man, you are up first. It took Big J two clues to get this one. Let's see how you do. Are you ready? I'm ready. Clue number one, this word usually revolves around clothing. All right, I'll need another. Depending on your job, you may have to wear one of these. Oh, better give me the third. This U word is donned by members of police and fire forces, just to name a few. Uniform. Yes, uniform yeah. is 100% correct. I do not know what you do, sir, but do you have to wear a uniform? I do not. Beautiful. Well, congratulations, man. Uh, hopefully you are wearing something comfortable and awesome today because you are qualified for the UTV. Hang on one second. We'll hook you up with all the information that you need. Big J, last time you had to wear a uniform. Uh, Avis Rent-A-Car. I had a uniform? What was yeah, it? Yeah, I mean, yeah, shirt, pants, and, you know, had to have Avis stuff on it. I consider that a uniform. Did they? But did they supply you with yes. it? Okay. So yes. then, yes, you're right. It definitely was uniform. You know, anything that is supplied to you by the job, I say qualifies as uniform. Yeah. Regardless of whether it has stuff plastered all over them. Like, I mean, I remember when we worked at Target, we had to wear, like, beige uh, pants and a red top. But I didn't consider that a uniform. It was just, like, kind of like clothing requirements. But uh, when I worked at McDonald's, they definitely gave us a uniform yeah. for sure. I think technically, although you could wear whatever pants you wanted, I had to wear a particular shirt when I worked at the video store, which is the last real job I had before radio. So I think technically that was a little bit of a uniform. But uh, it has been a while since I've had to wear one. I've said multiple times one of the many reasons why I've gotten a radio is uh, because there was no dress code. Yeah, now you wear a uniform of black t-shirts. Yeah, black t-shirts and uh, and hats uh, and jackets. Those are my uniforms. But I, do, I am not required to wear them for the job. So therefore, it's not necessarily <laughs> uniform. Morning After with Nick and Big J. We are going to go to hell. That's happening next on the X-Rocks. With Nick and Big J on 100.3, the X-Rocks. Traverse City, Michigan is where we're going for today's We're Going to Hell story. And tis the season, Big J. We've officially hit December, which means holiday parties. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, boy. Dude, Man, yes. We've had, we've had some good ones. <laughs> What's your favorite one? Uh, the Melting Pot. Years and years ago. <laughs> Why? Because it was so weird, man. One of the worst nights of my life. Uh, also, uh, the one we had at the Nitty Factory was a lot of fun. Remember that? Yeah. Uh, we we have not had a holiday party in a hot minute. 
around these parts. But uh, we have had some it's doozies. expensive feeding radio people. Yeah, we're jackals on top of everything else. Like, I mean, you tell us free food. Number one, we'll be there. Number two, we're bringing other people with us. Number three, uh, there better be alcohol involved. <laughs> and so uh, it can lead to a fairly expensive night. But there are plenty of places out there that do throw holiday parties for people that they work with and employees and employers and all that kind of stuff. And that's exactly what was happening Friday night in Traverse City, Michigan, when uh, it was a work party. But it was one of those themed work parties. I don't think we've ever had one of those here, have we? Not that I recall, no. I I remember we've had themed potlucks around, like, the office and stuff like that, but never actually a holiday party. But what happened was this particular employee place uh, decided to encourage everybody that worked for them to dress up like a holiday caricature. You know, have some fun. Yeah. And according to Up North Live, apparently a couple of the employees there had a little bit too much to drink, and next thing you know, they started the tradition of airing of the grievances a little bit early. You understand? Oh. And so they started to, you know, sometimes, Big J, uh, when you have a couple of drinks in you, it starts to loosen your tongue a little bit. Yeah, liquid courage. Next thing you know, you're starting to air out a couple of beefs that you have with somebody that you work with. Before you know it, that liquid courage turns into, uh, all of a sudden, I want to kick this dude ass and so now you've got two co-workers that are a little bit inebriated and are now starting to fight each other but what brings this story to the other level is let's not forget that because this is a themed holiday party that both of these men are dressed up like characters for yeah. christmas so one man is dressed up as the grinch the other man is dressed <laughs> up like a reindeer and they're both beating the living piss out of each other is what it happened. Oh, man, so man, that sounds like fun. Police had to be called to the Hotel Indigo on Friday night. They discovered the man dressed as a re- reindeer, uh, I guess, actively defending himself against the Grinch as the Grinch was kind of over the top of him and just laying UFC-style haymakers on the guy. So police believe that the incident was fueled by alcohol consumption. The Grinch was arrested for assault because they basically saw the reindeer kind of cowering and protecting himself. They didn't have any evidence to say that he, you know, kind of initiated the fight or even took part in it. They don't know if they were both fighting or the reindeer just got his ass kicked. But they do know that they can blame this on alcohol consumption. It had nothing to do with the size of either man's heart. You understand? Yeah. That's a Grinch reference. I don't know if you're picking it up. I did not pick that up. But, yes, so uh, we can say that themed holiday parties are a good idea. Making sure people are having a good time is a good idea. Enjoying it responsibly a good idea. Drinking to access and then fighting coworkers. Great way to get arrested and probably fired. Yeah, should that guy also be charged with cruelty to animals? (laughs) I think so. I like it very much. Seems like a double whammy to me. So mind your P's and Q's these holiday parties. Do not get arrested and don't uh, drink so much that you fight a coworker. That's a great way for you to be looking for a new job in the new year. Morning after with Nick and Big J. There's your we're going to hell story. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Big J, you travel a lot. Could airplane mode be going the way of the dodo? Certainly is going that way in Europe probably should be as the european commission is making plans to ensure that european airline passengers can stay connected with realities happening on the ground while suspended in air the new rule will put an end to request to frequent flyers having to put their phones in airplane mode as airlines excuse me airlines would be required to install 5g technology on all of their airplanes which of course then would 
alleviate any kind of interference or uh, seeming of interference with whatever kind of protocols the airplane has. The updated technology would allow for streaming of data-hungry videos and music apps along with making phone calls mid-flight. It basically would be you wouldn't have to touch your phone anymore if you go on an airplane with all this stuff. Of course, the airline industry is lobbying hard against that here in the United States because that means more money for them to upgrade these planes and the Wi-Fi technology on them, and they don't want to spend money to do so. But it may take longer here in the States than it does over in Europe, but Europe's already like, hey, guys, do this. This is the way it's going to go. Yeah, the interference thing hasn't been a real issue in probably a decade. Yeah, it, it, so. really, it really is a data thing. Like right now, the Wi-Fi on airplanes, which is why it's such a, a, a luxury, is it's pretty crappy Wi-Fi. And they don't want to upgrade it because they're already making money on it as is. And it doesn't make a lot of sense for them to do that. Well, I don't think in flight, like at 30,000 feet, you're going to get a cell signal, 5G or otherwise. Unless the plane is providing that for you. Right. It's when you get closer to landing that you're going to get a signal. Well, so I mean, I guess I still it depends don't understand on, the pushback on it. I guess it depends on what they upgrade it with. I mean, you know, I mean, if, if you have something in there, because right now, I mean, if you think about it, the airplanes that currently offer this stuff are teamed up with some sort of cell pr- provider to do this. Usually it's like Wi-Fi provided by T-Mobile or Wi-Fi provided by AT&T, depending on where you're flying. So one would think with that partnership, if you wanted to put something on there to get a signal, you probably could. But that, again, requires money and upgrades and things that you know businesses, corporations who are looking at the bottom line don't want to do. They don't want to unnecessarily upgrade something, even though it would be a better experience for their passengers when they're already making money on the crappy thing that they offer, you know? There's still plenty of people that are ponying up for that $7 of Wi-Fi and then bitching about it on their Twitter, because that's all they can do. Wi-Fi sucks, I paid $8 for this, etc. But, uh, you know, and if they do put in 5G, you better believe at least airlines here in the States are going to charge you for it to be to have access to right. it. Right, yeah. So either way... So I don't know what the holdup is. Process, money, etc. Three times three times Cy Young Award winner Justin Verlander agreed to a two-year $86 million deal with the Mets yesterday. That gives him a pretty good option considering he just turns 40 coming up in February. There's a third-year option there too for $35 million in 2025 if he wants to continue to play well into his mid-40s. Buccaneers came back on the Saints yesterday. Saints led 16-3 to most of the game. Uh, Tom Brady engineered th- two touchdowns with three minutes left in the game to give the Bucs the 17-16 win. And Big J, uh, the good people behind Indiana Jones 5 are already taking to the internet to let people know that Phoebe Waller-Bridge is not replacing Harrison Ford in the franchise. I'm not sure why this is a thing. I mean, we all know that if they want Indiana Jones to carry on, it's going to have to be somebody else other than Harrison Ford, right? But it's difficult to say the Indiana Jones franchise when that is one man, you know? Right. And so you can say further adventures of, but James Mangold, the director, is going, hey, listen, nobody's taking over or replacing Indy. They tried that already kind of with Shia LaBeouf, and we rejected that pretty much uh, wholesale in the last movie, uh, Crystal Skull. We didn't reject that. We rejected the the end plot. No, that's what I'm saying. We rejected the movie, the idea of somebody passing the mantle. It wasn't happening. 
Well, I don't know if that was the I, the reject was was that the problem you had passing the torch or the overall arc of uh, what the hell are they doing with All this uh, crystals grayskull? I crap. had pro I had problem with the, the plot. I had problem with aliens being in the movie. I had a problem with the, the action sequences. I had a problem with the CGI monkeys. I had a problem with Shia LaBeouf. That was just a movie I'd like to forget entirely. But I think the idea of passing things on seems like a, a really weird transition. I can understand going younger, like the young Indiana Jones stuff and telling prequels where it's a different actor in the younger years of, of Indiana Jones, but it's not one of those things that you can pass the mantle to. You understand? Because it's a character. It's somebody. It's a gentleman. It's his name. It's a human being. It's, 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 a, it's like saying, who's the next Big J? You can't do that. You're Big J. You can have somebody fill a chair, I suppose, but that wouldn't make them Big J. You are one of a kind, sir, much like Indiana Jones. Oh, guess thanks. Morning After with Without. Nick and Big J. There's your important stuff for the 8 o'clock hour. On the Morning After with Nick and Big J. And we've got tickets for you. Bill Burr coming to town to the Ford Idaho Center Arena. Going to be a very funny show. We'll get you set up with those for free if you can beat me in pop culture smackdown. Let me give you a phone number. It's 208-287-1003. That's the number you need to call if you'd like to play this game called Pop Culture Smackdown. You're going to have to get a couple questions right, at least to knock Big J out today. Uh, today, Big J, is National Microwave Oven Day, dude. When was oh. the last time you used your microwave? Uh, probably yesterday. Oh, what'd you make? I don't know. I think it warmed up made some popcorn. You're not sure? Yeah, I don't know. I get the days mixed up. Weird. I know. Let's get ourselves a contestant. Uh, I'm not sure how good or bad that'll make you do. We'll see. Hello, the X. Howdy. Good, man. Uh, we are doing all right. How are you? Not too bad. And your name? Dustin. Dustin, you're up first. Dustin, what was the first food that they made packageable for microwave ovens? Was it bacon, spaghetti, or popcorn? Uh, I'll go popcorn. Popcorn is correct. Right. Big J blew an answer right out the gate today. Big J, yes. what was the first microwave oven originally called? It was marketed as the nuclear oven, the radar range, or the zapper. The radar range? The radar range is 100% right. correct. Well done. Uh, what did the first microwave oven cost when it went on the market, Dustin? Was it $50, $500, or $5,000? Oh, uh... We'll go with $50. $50? No, sir. Yep. A little bit low. Hello, the, the first X. of anything is cheap. That's right. That's a good thing to keep in mind when answering this question. Hello, the X. Hello. Hey, we need to know, what did the first microwave oven cost people when it went on the market? Was it $50, $500, or $5,000? 50 50 Wrong. That is incorrect. Sorry, sir. Hello, the X. Hi, I'm calling about Pop Culture Smackdown. Hi, how much did the first microwave oven cost when it went to retail? Was it $50, $500, or $5,000? Uh, $50. $50? Wrong. Well, now and forever be the wrong answer. Hello, the X. Hey, first microwave oven. That sound good? Hello? Just leave them off. Leave it off. Hello? <laughs> hey, how much did the first microwave oven cost? $50, $500, or $5,000? I'm guessing $500. $500. Wrong. Incorrect. So now... I know the answer. Of elimination. Hello, the X. Hi, good morning. Hi. Uh, first microwave oven cost how much dollars to retailers? Fifty, five hundred, or five thousand? Five hundred. Five hundred. Wrong. Incorrect. Hello, the X. Hello. Hello. 
Hello. Hey, first microwave oven cost fifty five hundred or five thousand dollars. How much? Five hundred dollars. Wrong. Five thousand. <laughs> Hello, the X. Hey. hey, man, just say $5,000 for me. $5,000. That right. is correct. Uh, yes. Congratulations. Uh, and by the way, that's the equivalent of $52,000 in today's money Holy is how much crap. it costs for the first microwave oven in case you're curious. Big J, what was Mickey Mouse's original first name? Uh, Steamboat Willie. Uh, no, that was the name Wrong. of the cartoon he was oh. in, but not his name. Steamy? Uh, no, it started with an M. Uh, was it Mickey? Uh, you were close. It was Mortimer. Right. But unfortunately, that's your Mortimer. fifth or sixth guess. So uh, congratulations, sir. You got yourself all set up with some I Bill mean, Burr tickets. Please. I don't think on. we've ever handed them just like that. <laughs> well, the delay was murdering us. Yeah. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your pop culture smackdown. We are going to do some headlines. They're happening next on the X Rocks. On the Morning After with Nick and Big J. All right, chumps, let's do this. Clean this. Bad cop or God help us? Bad cop. A police-obsessed man in his early 20s was able to persuade a real police officer to lend him his patrol vehicle and armored vest. After stealing tens of thousands of dollars and coercing another victim into having sex with him before getting caught. What? What is this, super bad? A con man was able to swindle his victims by faking his identity on Twitter, as we've all done, Big J, where he posed as a man or woman, depending on who his target was. The skilled online charmer made a fake profile of an attractive young blonde woman to coerce this cop into letting him use his patrol car to install a listening device in his car for an anti-corruption case he made up. The convict then racked up eight criminal charges in July, and the police officer who was tricked admitted to being embarrassed by the whole situation ending his victim impact statement with words cannot describe what it feels like. But yeah, I mean, anytime you get tricked into turning over your police car into somebody that is not a real person, that's got to be quite a kick in the pride, right? Yeah. But yes, also bad, bad, bad police work there uh, on all accounts. This happened in New Zealand, by the way. So a uh, very weird certain set of circumstances that made this whole thing come together. But I mean... Sounds like this criminal should be teaching classes. Granted, he got caught at the end, but that's quite the uh, the old yard yeah. he was able to spit. No kidding, man. Clean this or God help us. God help us. Uh, April Fool's Day still months away, so we have to believe that Hellman's is serious about this new holiday product that no one has ever asked for. Uh, you know what Hellman's is, right, Big J? Yeah, mayo, man. Exactly. So they're teaming up with the Brooklyn-based company called Muddling Memories to create what they're calling Mayo Nog, Big J. And it's exactly what you think it is. It's eggnog, but the egg is replaced with mayonnaise, which of course kind of consists of egg, but also oil and vinegar. Simply put, it's a mayonnaise concoction that you drink. But the creators of this monstrosity also suggest trying it as a glaze or a drizzle on pancakes or desserts. No way, no way that tastes good, right? Yeah, I don't know about the pancake part because, I mean, you know, a lot of people use mayonnaise on the grilled cheese. Sure, but that's not a sweet thing. No, but you're also, I mean, it's just for the outside. You know, it crusts it up and it makes, so I, I kind of maybe see that, but who wants to no, drink saying mayonnaise? It, well, that's exactly what my point, but they're saying using it as a glaze on like desserts. The mayo, mayo glaze is not something that is that does exist, nor should it exist. 
And uh, listen, I, now you're you're barking up the wrong tree already with me because I think eggnog full stop is disgusting yeah. as it is. But then you take out the egg part and put in like nobody says, I love mayonnaise. I want to drink it. That's that's just not a right. thing. Not even Canadians. <laughs> no, and it shouldn't exist because mayonnaise is a thing that's fine in kind of like you know in ranch. It's delicious. Uh, I don't, what is it? You mix mayonnaise and ranch together. Yeah, where have you been? That's one of the reasons I thought you hated ranch so much. Because it, because of mayonnaise. Yeah. You know I like mayonnaise, right? I guess maybe you should rethink your ranch. No, I don't like the smell of ranch. Just puts me off. I know I don't like ranch, but uh, mayo is fine. I don't want to drink it. Uh, but then again, people want to drink ranch dressing, too, so I don't know what's going on with them in whatever weird form that they're in. Yeah, now that being said, I do not want to drink mayog. Uh, but mayog. Uh, they do say that they are going to put together some alcohol-infused mayo nog as well that has rum, apple brandy, and cognac. So uh, if you want to get hammered while you drink your mayonnaise, we'll give you a chance to do that, too. But all of this sounds gross. It's a weird holiday tradition that we're taking too far already with the eggnog. I don't like it. Agreed. I don't like it. Wrap it up with Clean This. A woman whose husband cheated on her with her house cleaner ended up with an even bigger mess after assaulting the home-wrecking house cleaner. The 45-year-old woman who was cheated on claimed the house creeper provoked her before she attacked the other woman, punching her repeatedly and then ripping out her hair, Big J. Look out. Jesus. Court documents report that the woman found out about the affair about a week before taking matters into her own hands, pleading guilty to assault uh, with bodily harm, which placed her on probation for six months. The house cleaner worked for the family for four years. And uh, the good news is, Big Jade, the woman and her cheating husband had decided to stay together. So you know what? Aw. Aw. So they playing out the Ben Affleck story. It's so weird how we take out our aggression on the person that is involved in the cheating and not the person that we are cheated on with. It's very strange to me. Uh, any kind of aggression taken on that way is also very weird. But uh, a reminder, don't be a piece of trash. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your headlines. You're up to date on everything. We've got a Metallica code word coming up here in a few minutes, and we got to recap the Morning After Fantasy Football League, too. That's Rob Zombie and Dragula here on the Morning After with Nick and Big J. It is time to recap the Morning After Fantasy Football League presented by Porta Subs for week number 12 or 13, Big J. My God. 13. How did it turn out for the Big J team? Not great. Uh, Burned out gifted kids uh, have uh, continued their struggle and uh, the running back position did not do do any favors for me this week. In fact, uh, the Tennessee Titans offense is pretty bad. Even with Derrick Henry running around, uh, he did not get that chance. He only scored five points, almost six points. And then the uh, my other running back is, is you know Jeff Wilson Jr., who has been uh, you know was traded to the Miami Dolphins for the 49ers, and he was you know, on a pretty good run until uh, Raheem Mostert comes back. They really didn't run the ball much at all. No, I think they were down six, too early. Six carries maybe or eight between both running backs. So, yeah, I got uh, .3 points from my other running back. Uh, you know, Stefan Diggs uh, continues to be my best player. 22 points, solid, but the rest uh, was suspect except for my kicker, Robbie Gold, who scored 15 points and uh, just could not muster any points. Scored 75 against Oof. Tenacious D, who came out of the box and didn't have the greatest game, but had a pretty solid game. Tom Brady uh, last night 
uh, put the nail in the coffin with 17 points. Uh, Tony Pollard, uh, he had a great game, scored uh, 24 points, the most points uh, on uh, on his team this past week. And uh, T. Higgins uh, put in a solid performance. And uh, a Palmer, a wide receiver for the Los Angeles Chargers, also got him 13 points. So he wins 100 to 75. Uh, not good for me. So no, I uh, needed you to be tenacious. I'm sorry. This week. I, I understand. I did my best, sir. No, you didn't. Yes, yeah. you lost by 25 points. Well, I, I gave everything I had almost, except uh, for one player. Well, uh, I certainly appreciate the effort, but yeah, that's not going to do it uh, to get it done. And so you fall to 5-8 and eight on the year. That officially means, Big J, you will finish the year under 500. And for that, I am very, very sorry. Now, on the Pickle Nick side of things, as I uh, entered into this week, I was in the number four slot in the playoffs, uh, going up against the number two seed, who is uh, Top Gun, who has a very good football team. I was holding out some hope. I had some favorable matchups, but Big J... It just wasn't meant to be. Uh, I have a lot of single digits on the old Pickle Nick scorecard this week, and that's not going to get the job done against Steve's team, who came in and scored 123 points. Great performance out of his wide receivers. Uh, Tyreek Hill and DK Metcalf both put up over 25 points, and then he got another 28 out of Christian McCaffrey, and really that's all it took because he didn't get too much out of Mariota or Chubb somehow this week or his tight end George Kittle. Defense actually got him negative points, but finished with 123 points. That's a good score in any fantasy football week, PPR or otherwise. So uh, I needed to put up points, and I had a pretty good potent offensive lineup. I was feeling good, man. I had Jalen Waddell. I had Tua going up against the 49ers. I was thinking I would tame up and uh, and get some particular points out of that particular tandem, but no. Tua got hurt, and he was going up against the 49ers. He threw interceptions all over the place. Jalen Waddell had exactly one catch for nine yards. That's not good. But then I was leaning heavily on the high-powered Kansas City Chiefs offense going up against the Bengals defense, which isn't exactly imposing, thinking they would do it. And Isaiah Pachanko did okay. 16 points out of him. But then my MVP this year has been Travis Kelsey, who basically didn't show up for that game. Only got seven points and fumbled in that one, which isn't good. I also had Juju Smith-Schuster coming back off of an injury. He only had six points, so it just wasn't a good week for me. I lose 123-90, to and now I'm on the outside looking in when it comes to playoff positioning, and it's not great. I will say this. Congratulations. Uh, It was close to who is going to get the free port of subs this week for the highest score of the league, but by fractions of points... It goes to Michael and too late to say Amari, who put up 164.40 points this week, beating up on Jeremy's The Dead Will Tell, 164 to 82. Uh, That was Devontae Adams doing 37 points. He also got 20 points out of the Cowboys defense and 34 out of Jalen Hurts. Not a bad three-headed monster there for 164 points. Uh, Jeremy led by Ezekiel Elliott, but just not enough to put in as his quarterback, Jimmy Garoppolo, of course, got hurt and now is done for the season. That's not a good look for his offense, who I do not believe. Oh, he does have Derek Carr. I was going to say, I don't think he has a backup quarterback, but Derek Carr's there waiting to get the call. Uh, so congratulations to Michael. Too late to say Amari gets the free port of subs coming your way. Enjoy that food on us. It was close. It almost went to JJ again. Devontae's new car had 164.04 points. So by 36.36 points, we got too late to say Amari getting the uh, free port of subs. But uh, I tell you what, you want to talk about a blowout. Poor Courtney coming in on a three-game losing streak, uh, was looking to end it against the number one seed and could only put up 64 points. Courtney got beat 
164 to 64, Ouch. Big J. Ouch. That is a 100-point beatdown. Uh, not great. I, I, you want to talk about triple, uh, single digits, single digits everywhere for Courtney, unfortunately. Pat Mahomes, the only player in her lineup to put up more than 10 points, 19 he put up. Everybody else just struggled, uh, including Alvin Kamara, her namesake. But uh, just a struggle for Courtney this week. Apologies to her who uh, just not put up a good point. Maybe she'll bounce back next week. But once again, Joe Burrow, great game for J.J. 34 points out of St. Brown, the wide receiver for Detroit. CeeDee Lamb had a good game and uh, JJ continues to be this unstoppable locomotive that I'm not sure anybody's going to do it. If anybody can do it, it'll be the team that beat me this week. Uh, best of luck to Steve in the playoffs. We still have two more weeks, but congratulations as well to Mady Clackers. 137-71 win over Peacemakers Vigilantes. Uh, Gerald improves the 6-7 and seven on the season. 24 points out of both uh, McLaughlin, McLaurin, excuse me, the wide receiver for Washington and Garrett Wilson, the wide receiver for uh, the Jets. Unfortunately, Dell uh, had Lamar Jackson go out early and that was going to do it for him. Only got 16 points out of Devin Cook for his leading scorer of the week. Gridiron Warriors 135. Matt and Ryan is a terrorist 109. You spelled terrorist wrong, Wayne. Uh, Gridiron Warriors win by a pretty significant margin. Glenn improves to 8-5 and five on the year thanks to a good performance from A.J. Brown and Tyler Lockett as well. Wayne can only get 20 points out of Keenan Allen as his highest scorer and that's not going to get the job done. But we have ourselves a pretty big week 14 matchup Big J who are you facing Uh, I'm going up against the Matt Ryan as a tourist and this is going to be a pretty big game for me I'm going to have to win this week if I'm going to have a chance to get in the playoffs because I take on Tenacious D who has won five in a row a red hot team coming into this matchup we're both seven and six but he's got me uh, outranked in the actual playoff rankings and he finds himself in the playoffs so we'll see what ends up happening here I gotta have this one this week if I'm going to make it into the playoffs so it's a must win situation there's your NFL.com Porta Subs recap for the morning after fantasy football league bad impressions are next on the X Rocks so far I'm not impressed on the morning after with Nick and Big J and Bad Impressions brought to you by Treasure Valley Subaru. It's more than just Subaru. They're the Idaho Center pre-owned Superstore. And we got tickets to Bill Burr Thursday night, Ford Idaho Center Arena. Going to be funny. We'll get you set up with tickets to it. If you can figure out Bad Impressions here this morning, should take two clues, I think. All right, 208-287-1003. That's the phone number if you want to get your laughs on on Thursday. It does work like this. You have up to three clues from Big J. All of them point to somebody that is pretty famous, and hopefully you'll be able to figure it out. And if so, then Bill Burr tickets are yours. Let's go to the phones. Get a contestant. Hello, the X. Hello. Good morning, man. What's your name? Will. Hi, Will. My son, O'Shea Jackson Jr., played me in Straight Out of Compton. Uh, the next one. Me, Dre, Easy E, MC Ren, and DJ Yella were NWA. And the next one. I was wrong, Nick. I'm one of two ices in the rap and acting game. Oh, Ice Cube. Ice Cube, there that you go. That is right. Good job. Hang on one second, man. We'll hook you up. Who's the other ice? Ice T. Oh, man. Disrespect to Vanilla Ice. Right out the gate. I mean, he was in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2 and cool as Okay, ice. you're right. I. And why right. is <laughs> Ice Cube in the news? That is uh, straight disrespect. My bad. Uh, Ice Cube, he's getting the Sylvester Stallone treatment, Nick, uh, from Warner Brothers because, you know, he wrote and created Friday. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's been part of the Warner Brothers uh, franchise there for a while. And he wants full control of Friday film franchise. He's asked Warner Brothers uh, to get out of the way because they're holding up uh, another movie. And uh, he said all this in Mike Tyson's Hotboxing podcast. 
So <laughs> uh, Mike Tice is really leaning into the pot stuff, isn't he? Yep. Yeah, he uh, he says, uh, you know, Warner Brothers is the distribution wing of uh, what he's been doing, but uh, they're holding up any chance of him uh, moving on and uh, keeping it from being the Fridayest of all Fridays. Well, I mean, to be fair, uh, he did sign over the rights early on in this whole thing. So, I mean, I think it's because he wanted to get the movie made, of course, but they also made like another Friday movie without him. Uh, and uh, and I think that was part of it. It was when he actually sold it off to them. So I don't know if it was a money thing or what, but this reminds uh, a reminder to everybody, hold on to that IP, baby. If you can come up with some sort of intellectual property, you are going to want to keep that because you never know when you're going to be able to cash in on it. And that kind of stuff is currency nowadays. So uh, if you're a young artist up and coming, you want to get something going, hold on to it for God's yeah. sake. It's almost like they tell you in uh, in music, hold on to your publishing and your rights and all that kind of stuff. It's that same thing. Which I think he probably knew at the time, but you yeah. know, you're dealing with another animal when it comes to movie and distribution, so you need that little extra. But I mean, certainly trying to hold on to, you know, he doesn't he doesn't want to pay back for it. He doesn't feel like he should have to pay to yeah. go in his own stuff. So well, he's gonna have to. Right. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's if you if you watch straight out of Compton, poor Ice Cube can't stop getting screwed over by the man. So, uh, yeah, you should probably watch his back and make sure he holds on to that. Well, I didn't screw him over, but I did screw over Vanilla Ice. Morning After with Nick and Big J. Yeah, maybe you got beef now. Uh, We will wrap up the show here next on the X-Rocks. That is Three Days Grace. I am the weapon, and that is wrapping up the morning after with Nick and Big J on this sixth day of December. Thanks for hanging out with us. Gosh, it's appreciated. We had a chance to get people signed up and qualified for the Axis of Xmas. We also had a chance to do some UTV qualifications. We gave you a Metallica code word. We warned you about the uh, dangers of getting hammered at your work party. Told you about how we both still continue to suck at the morning after Fantasy Football League. It's actually pretty impressive at this point how (laughs) mediocre we are. Like and we're doing it on purpose. That's, that was our Tuesday show, but it does leave you with the floor, Big J. Hey, man, uh, old school payphones not uh, not completely gone from the landscape, Nick. A, a uh, what a group is calling themselves as an amateur phone collective in Philadelphia. Uh, they call themselves Philtel. Are connected uh, have connected a bunch of payphones with online capabilities, allowing users to make calls anywhere in North America for people who don't have a smartphone and want to be get in touch with somebody. How much? Is and it's free. It's free. Yeah, and it looks like a, a total old school payphone bank, huh. and uh, it's a project, a fun engineering project that was uh, done also in Portland at some point. So uh, it's pretty cool looking. Here's a question though: If you don't have a smartphone, will you remember any of the numbers of people that you need to call? Yeah, I mean uh, maybe one or two. <laughs> right, and if that, they're probably readily available at you. There's a reason why you remember those numbers for whatever reason. But hey, listen, I think it's cool. I uh, I have uh, been very saddened by the disappearance of payphones, but I did see one in the wild. I can't remember where I was going. I was on a road trip someplace, I think to McCall, and we stopped somewhere, and there was a payphone. It was very much not functioning, but it was still like there and not like taken down in the wild. Yeah. So it was pretty interesting to see, but I cannot remember the last time I actually used a payphone. You? No. Like, I mean, even it's used one? I mean, we knew we forever. both have, but yeah, it's just been so, so long. It used to be prevalent at airports. That's when I think I used one last, but now those don't exist anymore. Morning After with Nick and Big J. That's it for us. You guys have a good rest of your Tuesday. Jason Drew's next. We'll see you tomorrow. It's the X-Rocks. <laughs> The Morning After Podcast brought to you by Idaho Advocates. You didn't deserve to be in an accident, but you do deserve an advocate. Make sure you hit them up on their website, IdahoAdvocates.com.